Welcome to the Contractor Commute, a podcast by Congenius designed to fit right into your daily drive. Whether you're a small business owner, an employee, or off contracting on your own, we've got advice, stories, and leadership tips to help you out along the way. As we're getting ready for the show this morning, we had a lot of fun just talking about some of those moments of misunderstanding. Uh, I remember when I was growing up one time, uh, my dad walked in this bitter cold outside Oswego, Illinois, and he's like, oh, whew, it's cold out there. Say, it must be 40 below it. What I thought he said was at the windshield. And I'm thinking, well, how does he know how cold it is at the windshield? But he was saying wind chill. Yeah. <laughs> so, and it took me years before I understood what he was talking about. Like, you know, I was oh, wind chill. Oh, that makes sense. Because I'm thinking, and I didn't want to challenge him on it because I'm thinking to myself, well, he said about, you know, so it wasn't like he's saying exactly 40 below, but I'm thinking like, well, how fast is the car driving? <laughs> how did he know? <laughs> I mean, did you, have you ever had a moment like that where, I mean, your kids are growing up or where you're just kind of confused about something that happened? I don't know if I've, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You're too smart for that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I think I, uh, I'm right. I, mispronounce certain you have certain words you mispronounce oh yes where you just learn to say it wrong and into yeah. adulthood yeah uh one of mine is take it people say hey don't take that for granted right i say granite like yeah, right. yeah don't take that for granted yeah buddy. it was when i was married my <laughs> wife was the first person to correct me she's like you know you always say granite and it's supposed to be granted i was yeah. like oh whatever yeah right yeah. yeah my dad told me that when him and mom first got married he my mom would always say nip it in the butt <laughs> as opposed to in the bud two very different meanings <laughs> <laughs> so and uh you know and i've and i've seen and i didn't know the difference either but yeah. when he pointed it out and i remember like okay we nip it in the bud as meaning before it becomes a full you know tree right and so yeah some of these <laughs> agricultural term you know what i mean right exactly Clearly. and i've heard so many other people say nip it in the butt yeah <laughs> Like a dog. <laughs> exactly. Sometimes it's a little, a little butt yeah. nipping. It's all yeah, you need. Exactly. You know what I mean? But that's what we're not what we're talking about today. We're not we're, talking yeah. about that at all. <laughs> so today, today, what are we talking about, Drew? We're talking about uh, how to navigate conflict. So how Ooh. to boo, boo. Um, how to navigate conflict. So uh, conflict happens all the time. Yep. Um, whether it's an active like argument with you getting somebody or just you get, uh, you know, in your feels about something. You say something, do something that... Uh, Someone makes you angry, makes you sad, you know, but there's a conflict enters uh, the room that happens, you know, it's going to happen at home a lot, but it's also going to happen um, at work. So if you're in the workplace job site, uh, conflict is a pretty regular occurrence. And so yeah. figuring out how to navigate conflict with yourself and with others uh, can be very key to your success or yeah, failure. So true. Yeah. Yeah. And there, a lot of us respond to conflict in different ways. For me, I don't like conflict. I've learned to sort of address conflict better over the years. Mm -hmm. But there have been moments where I just want to say, avoid conflict at all costs. And that's not healthy either. Correct. And then the other reaction we see, we all know somebody that just blows up with conflict. They're like, oh, there's a fight. Let's go. You yeah. know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> Pop the popcorn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or they'll take somebody else's side on something that's yeah. not good at defending themselves. They're, they're the first one to the scene. They don't know yeah. what's going on, but that's my buddy. How dare you? Yeah. And so there's a lot of different ways of, so, I mean, we're just Defining like, what it is is so critical yeah. as well. I mean, to your point, Drew, I mean, you're talking about the emotions. A lot of times that's what conflict's all about is mm -hmm. how we feel. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of times for me, like when you're working with conflicts, uh, I think it's important to understand like what it is. Because normally what you tend to say is, well, this person's an idiot or mm -hmm. that person. And you start get the accusatory sort of thing towards other people. Um, you know, also like the Internet 
in 2022, like just online arguments. You voted for this person, you're a moron, you know, and just yes. where it's just kind of accusatory sort of like creating a me versus you scenario where oftentimes one doesn't exist. So it's really not me versus you. You and I normally actually all want the same outcomes. It's just somewhere along the way. We disagree on how you get there, and that's from where conflict enters in. I think a lot of times, you know, conflict is um, – it's really come down to expectations. If you really think about – like if you think of someone right now or in the last week that you've been frustrated with, angry at, you know, resentful towards, um, you think about it, there's always a point of unmet expectations. Um, they did something that you didn't wow. expect them to do. Um, where, where they did something you're like, wait, what, like why did, you, why did you say that? Why, I didn't expect you to do that. Or the other way around, the omission part where, hey, I expected you to do something that you didn't do. or And I think when you realize if I'm offended with somebody, I've got conflict with someone, it always comes down to there's an unmet expectation that happens somewhere in there. And that thing starts to kind of, big or small, it grows. And until you address it or deal with it, whether internally or with the other person, you know, those molehills turn in the mountains pretty quick in your mind. So true. Wow. Yeah. And I've seen, if you don't address it, then the response to it can be way out of proportion as well. So suddenly what was a simple conversation, you said what, or what, you know, and we, we assume. Mm -hmm. So I guess, how do we deal with that? Right. I mean, some of it comes down to, if there's an expectation, we can do better about clarifying expectations up front, but even with the best care, we're going to miss there. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's times where we're just thinking, well, how would, why would somebody assume that? I mean, yeah. we don't even think ahead that far. Or we're busy and we, we have an expectation that we didn't meet and somebody else is mad at us. What yeah. do we do next? Or even just like if you're honest and real with yourself, like there's things you expected of yourself that you didn't do. Wow. Where you're like, hey, like I, you know, I, me all the time. Yeah, yeah, I planned on doing X, yeah. Y, and Z. I told you I would do these things yeah. this week. And I just stuff happened and I just didn't get to it, even though I intended to. You know, now I put that expectation out there and I didn't do it. And best intentions. It's not like I'm a horrible person, but I missed the mark. And it can be a frustrating thing for our, for us to even address the criticism to it because we know it better than anybody. Yeah. We're like, oh, man, we know we should have done that and we didn't do it. Yeah. Or you missed on something. We're like, we always do it that way. How do we miss this one time? And sometimes it can just be like, you know, in, as contractors or as people that are managing teams of mm-hmm. people or just working on our by ourselves on a project and you have a client that's upset about something and we're thinking – 99 times out of 100, we nail that right. I mean, all of our customers love us. And this one person points out one flaw that mm-hmm. one time, one day we had an off day. Yep. And what we see is the 99 or the thousand other times we did it so right. Yeah. And we, it's hard to acknowledge that perspective yeah. of someone bringing criticism to us. Yeah. I think when you, when you have that criticism, you got a few options. And I think uh, anytime you receive criticism or it's like a negative review or whatever, it's we all have the same fight or flight mechanism to your point. The flight is the avoid it. You mentioned I'm kind of I can be the same way where I don't like conflict. I, I want everyone happy. I'm a kind of a yep. peacemaker by nature. And so I'm normally going to bend to like avoid the conflict. And that doesn't solve the problem. No, oftentimes it avoids it. And there's something to be said for humility and, you know, taking the high road and, you know, being wise with what you say. But truly to avoid conflict is unhealthy in teams and with customers because you're just acting like it's not there. Uh, the alternative is to fight it, which is, you know, oh, you have some feedback for me? Good. Well, let me get some feedback for you. You know, <laughs> or it's like, like, oh, yeah. And it's yeah, like feedback right. with a Escalate stick, it. right? Yeah, yeah right. totally. And yeah. it's like, well, now I'm going to create this me versus you. Yeah. I'm going to define there's going to be a winner and a loser. You know so much about this? I'm going to win. Mean, have you ever had I've never had conflicts. <laughs> never, you know, homework, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But it's people, you know, if you've worked yeah. with people, whether it's yeah. customers, mm-hmm. you know, subs, you know, family, whatever, like if you got people, you got problems. This yeah. is how it is. Yeah. You know, and so for me, a lot of times conflict is not necessarily a fight. You know, I've never been in a street fight with somebody. Really? <laughs> what are you doing this weekend? 
<laughs> we can set you up. Let's go rack yeah. up some more life experiences, yeah. Ben. <laughs> but I'm thinking what, you, you know, there's a reason for that though. And mm-hmm. sometimes though, I walk away from a situation thinking that moron or just a feeling deep in the gut of just yeah. being like you, you, an anger or a frustration or a, a really a bitterness or whatever against that person of just really, a, you know, uh, and had, that's not healthy either. I didn't really deal with what was going on. It was more or less internalized. I had a customer that had uh, moral uh, from from the perspective, from my perspective, and the perspective of several people on my team. They were taking advantage of us, and um, you know, we got to the tail end of a job, not a huge job, but for me, it was at the time fifty thousand dollar job, about thereabouts. And we put a lot of effort into this job, and towards the tail end of it, we're getting close to wrapping it up, and they started adding a bunch of stuff to it. And there mm-hmm. was a pretty sizable balance out pending, you know, fifteen thousand of it, something like that. And they start adding, well, let's add some trim into this room and let's redo this and I'll do that. And I'm thinking, well, we're getting a little bit out of the lines of what we normally would let go out there. But, oh, no, we'll pay you. And, and then tail end of the job, mm-hmm. guy comes in and says, no, nah, we're not paying for any of that. And here's our lawyer letter, you know, uh, t- telling you why. And uh, we're only going to pay you, you know, two or three grand, whatever it was. I don't remember the exact numbers. But, you know, definitely there was a part of me saying, look at that. The guy's, you know, going to rip us off. But then I thought even the most unreasonable person has a justification justification for their perspective. Right. And a lot of times we don't want to hear it because we want to, our perspective is right. We know it's right. We don't want to acknowledge a different perspective. Yeah. And it was one of the harder things to do is to say, okay, that guy has a reason Mm -hmm. justifiably. Very few people are just going to out and out just rip you off. Yeah. You know, you get to know them, you spend months in their home working on a project and then you're wrapping it up. It's not as though they're, you know, they're set out to cheat you. Right. There are moments where that could be the case, but this wasn't one of them. He was pointing at, well, we wanted this, and this isn't exactly what we wanted. And I'm thinking, well, we can fix. No, no, no. We just want the money. Think, well, we've already put the effort into it. Yeah. You know? But nonetheless, to acknowledge that perspective and what can we learn from the situation, I could walk away from that knowing that it hurt my business, hurt me, mm-hmm. but I had lessons learned from it. Totally. And what better way to learn those lessons than yeah. have somebody educate me like that? It's painful. Say goodbye to the hassle of estimating for your construction projects with Congenius. Our intuitive platform makes creating highly accurate and detailed estimates a breeze. And with cloud-based access and automatic calculations, you can focus on what really matters, building your business. Visit Congenius.com to learn more. Congenius. Build like no one else. Yeah. Yeah, and I think there is always another perspective on the situation. Yeah. yeah, and your fight or flight mechanism inside is going to be like this person, like you discredit them, whatever. You just write it off. Yeah. As a, and I think, but the, I mean, the humble approach to say, okay, what, what is their perspective? And you don't have to agree with it, you know. But it's, an, it's a, a good life skill in business and personally to be able to understand fully people that you disagree with. Yeah. Like what? Why do they think what they think? And I don't have to agree with it. I can say, yeah, I just don't agree with that. But to truly understand where they're coming from, a so lot of times. So where start in that process? Because a lot of times I think we, we start with uh, you know, even understanding. So, so you want to rip me off, huh? Yeah. I mean, exactly. like, I understand your perspective. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You're a dirtbag. Okay, yeah. cool. Oh, yeah. Okay, right. move yeah. along. Yeah. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so we could, we could interject sarcasm in there. But yeah, that's a good point. I think yeah. if we really wanted to understand somebody else's perspective, we'd have to almost have be able to communicate it as well as they could, right? Yeah. I mean, where, Drew, I want to understand your perspective. I repeat your perspective to you. And you're saying, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I think if we can't get to that level of understanding, it, it's very difficult yeah. to really say we do understand yeah. the other perspective. And how? what better way to diffuse that tension than saying, 
I'm going to ignore my perspective yeah. as the person that needs to respond to your criticism or, or yeah. whatever is escalating the situation. Explain your side, give you the floor, yeah. not respond to it prematurely. I think it's the thing is we always do that when you're talking to somebody. You ever meet someone and they tell they, you know, they say their name and like four seconds later, like, I have no idea what their name was, even though they just said it. Yes. Because my mind was already thinking about what I was going to say back to them. Yeah. And I wasn't even listening. And that's a simple example. But and when tensions are high in any scenario, you're normally not listening. Mm. Your mind is solely focused on your point of view and finding a finding a winner and loser in this conversation oh, to make that. sure the winner. So I think it's, you know, the old saying, like, seek first to understand before being understood. But to really put your perspective down for a minute, say, you know, people talk about, you know, empathy, like it's a buzzword in culture today about like, oh, well, you know, have to know what they feel like. Well, you're not them, right? Um, empathy is not, hey, what would I do if I were them? And because they're not doing it, they're an idiot. You know, like right. <laughs> empathy is like, no, what might it be like to be them? Like, let me put myself in their shoes. Let me try to fully understand things from their perspective and how they see it and why they see it that way before saying, all right, let me communicate what I think. Because most of the time when you you just mentioned, you can diffuse a situation by simply listening and then repeating how they see it back to them to let them know, hey, I hear you, you know, because that automatically brings down their defenses and gives you the ability to lower the temperature in the room, in the conversation. And then have a more rational conversation about things. It's suddenly less emotional. They don't have to take this sort of a hyperbole perspective because so many times it's human nature when somebody's not understanding our point to just blow it out of proportion. You always, you never, yeah. you more. Yeah. I mean, like we we can sometimes communicate that way when we're trying to get somebody to understand a perspective mm -hmm. of just making it really aggressive. Yeah. Overly so. Yeah. And when you understand the other person's perspective, suddenly like, oh, I don't have to blow this up. Yeah. And maybe they even acknowledge, like, wow. To themselves, maybe not out loud, yeah. but they might say, well, I, you know, yeah, I don't need to escalate this further. Well, I think, too, like the tone of uh, just culture and interactions today is so like angry, you yeah. know, like people are just yeah. angry in America. Right now, so <laughs> you know? Are you uh, right or left? How'd you vote? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know, oh, you voted for that moron? Yeah, I mean, yeah really. There's seriously. total I mean, device yeah. and there's lots of yeah. anger. And I think yeah. it's so yeah. uncommon for someone to gracefully listen to someone else you disagree with, yeah. repeat it back and say, hey, I hear you. Yeah. You know, I understand you. I, I get that. And to your point earlier, yeah. a lot of times we have different means to the same end. Totally. Yeah. yeah you're in a job, right? Like yeah. you want to do a good job. You want this person's house to look fantastic the way they want it. That's exactly what they want. Now, somewhere along the road, you disagreed on how to get there or the expectations weren't clear. But I think one of the, you know, tactics too is, you know, seek first to, you know, understand before being understood, but also assuming the best intentions of others. And that can be hard to do with some people because some people are just jerks. Yep. Uh, but at the end of the day, that customer <laughs> really just wants their house to look a certain way. They want the project done a certain way and they want to be proud of your work, just like you're proud of your work. You guys well, both that's, want that's the a, same destination. Yeah, I might challenge you on that. What if their objective was actually saving money? Oh, yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? What, yeah. if, what if part of that was I want to do, get this done for the least amount of money? And my perspective was I want to do the highest quality work. Right. We have a misalignment there. Yeah. And sometimes you're on the wrong job or you're yeah. doing the wrong quality work for somebody. I've had several moments like that where I'm busting my tail trying to create a, a high quality project. And they're like, no, we just want it done. Yeah. But, you know, you know, I, mean, I just bought a house recently and, and, and part of it used to be a rental property. And everything shows on that house is it was a rental. Yeah. The cheapest quality toilet that they replaced the old one with, the cheapest quality tile, the, the contract that they chose to put the tile in. You know, it's just a wreck. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just one of those houses where it's got good bones. It has potential. But the, the people they put in that job was the expectation was clear. Yeah. I want this done for the least amount of money as fast as possible. And the contractor delivered. Yeah. <laughs> 
So sometimes we want to make sure that we communicate correctly and, yeah. and what our what our standards are, what their standards are. Yeah. Well, yeah, go back to the beginning point of the expectations. Hey, what do you expect out of this? You know, because if that's what the expectation is, and yeah, you, you can deliver and meet the expectation. Yeah, if you're not aligned on what's the goal to begin with, you're going to have conflict. Let's talk sure. about hardcore conflict. I yeah. Mean, just, you know, where, where you're ready to go go to war with somebody. Yeah. What do you do then? I mean, yeah. you got this situation where it's a client or it's a yeah. vendor or something and you just feel so wronged where you're just like, man, yeah. I want to make, take these people to the cleaners or I want, I mean, whatever. Yeah. We, we, that that kind of like, we're going to sue the pants off this person kind of a mentality yeah. where you hear sometimes, you know? Yeah. I mean? Some people that fight people where it's like, I'm going to show them, right? And I think it's the principle of the matter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I think you got to look at, you know, filter through, you know, I would say one, like, think before you speak, give it a day, sleep on it. You know? Yeah. Um, so the worst decisions I ever made were fast ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times, you know, you, you know, feelings are great filters for life. They make life interesting, exciting, and fun, yeah. but they're horrible filters for making decisions. Like yeah. feelings are flavors, but not filters. Like, and if it's yeah. a filter for how you're viewing the world through the lens of how you feel about a situation, you're going to have some really screwed up relationships with your customers in your life. Because, you know, you're, you're based on how you feel in that moment. And there are times of intense anger towards others that really it's a feeling. And if you just let it, let it rest for a minute, don't say anything, don't put anything in writing, you know, right? Text <laughs> you know? Message. yeah, yeah. And just let it just, just simmer for a minute and like, and cool down before you, and then think logically to where the feelings can subside. It's where you're really operating off the facts yeah. of the situation. And sometimes those facts are going to require like, we got to lawyer up. You know, yeah. um, but a lot of times, you know, feelings will cause you to do something that facts don't actually justify. And do we really want to give somebody else that we don't necessarily even care about the kind of power and control of our lives yeah. where they affect how we come home and how we treat our families and how we treat our employees mm-hmm. and team members where they can say one comment and it can throw us completely off. Do we want to give somebody that kind of power over our lives? Totally. I mean, why? Yeah. Well, you yeah. realize you got people living rent free in your mind. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's a camp and they're, they're out there living their life. Yep. You know, they're not thinking about you. Yeah. But you're sitting there offended with somebody yeah. at conflict brewing with you where you're going home and yeah, you're kicking the dog on the way yeah. in. Have you ever, ha- I mean, do you have any moments like where you have this one person that comes to mind every, every so often where, yeah, I just had the- <laughs> <laughs> everyone just, listening to this. Yeah. Yeah. Does. Yeah. yeah, one right. per- yeah, yeah people yeah. on that list of people are like, if I never saw them again, the rest yeah. of my life would be yeah. good. You know, I had this one time where uh, somebody that used to work for me uh, dro- came by the shop and said, Hey, I've got this kitchen where we're remodeling and, and I want these cabinet doors. Uh, I have being made up and we need them finished. And I had this, you know, nice shop. We could, we could stain and seal these doors for him. And I'm thinking, yeah, it's no problem. And he's, he didn't even ask for a price. And I told him, well, it'll probably be about a week to get it done. We'll just bill you time and materials for it. Yep. Sounds fair. No problem. So he drops off the stain and the sealer and his doors. Well, his doors just came from a shop where they just did send it through a drum sander, which if you know anything about cabinetry, which a lot of our audience would and woodworking, you send something through a drum sander, anything cross grain is going to have cross grain scratches through it. And in a, in a drum sander type scenario, they're pretty deep scratches. So, and he's thinking, and he's telling me that, no worries, just get them done. We need them quick. We need, and I'm thinking, well, the quality matters here. We got to get this right. So I'm yeah. having my guys in the shop sand all these things down, get them, you know, get them beautiful. And uh, the other problem with this, these doors where they didn't have them dried out. So they just came from the shop. So they didn't acclimate. And he's thinking, but I need them fast. And I'm thinking, okay, well, we, you know, He's the boss on this one. We're just yep. just helping him out. It's not it's not my doors. You know, they're his doors. We're just trying to help him with it. He's providing the product even. Yeah. So and he he drops off a stain. And he says, "Now we can't, you know, uh, when I was putting the stain on, we we had some guys applica- you know, applying it and it wasn't dark enough. So make sure they're dark." Anyway, to make a short story long, <laughs> we we get these we get these doors all done. 
ship them off to him, and they're beautiful. And he calls me, ah, they're too dark. I think this guy just, son of a gun, he just said he, they couldn't get them dark enough, and now they're too dark. So he's like, no, nah, they're not going to work. So they come back to the shop. We strip all these doors down, start over again. Mm. Miserable process. We get them to his liking, and we get samples back and all the rest. Of, get them all finished, ship them back to him. This, this guy never paid for these things. Not a cent. To this day, hmm. you know, years ago and, and, you know, and at the time it was even a very reasonable bill. I didn't ever build them for the change. Never. Yeah. It was just saying, you know, it's a friend kind of a thing. I just want to cover right. some of my time in here. Yeah. And he didn't pay a cent. I'm not paying for them things. I mean, at first it was an excuse. Well, I'm going to wait for my tax refund and come to find out this guy cheated a whole bunch of people to work on his house. So that's in the back of my mind. How do you deal with a situation like that where that's not eating at you? And I right. think for me, it was just saying, I don't need to punish that guy. And I didn't even want to sue him. It yeah. wasn't enough money to even bother with. Yeah. And I'm thinking, and I, you know, every once in a while you think, I, justice. Yeah. Justice is not what it's all about. Yeah. Making people pay is not what it's all about. Yeah. For me to sleep at night is just saying, you know what? That guy, if he's cheating a bunch of people, he's got all kinds of problems from yeah. that. I don't need to be yeah. the enforcer. Yeah. And be okay with it. Yeah. That's well, what I did. I mean, what? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, you, have a, you know, yeah, exactly. That's a good, that's a I mean, good. Let me, let me rephrase it. That wasn't my first thought <laughs> right yeah okay. exactly oh well whatever yeah, this is mature why is <laughs> yeah. ben speaking yeah. at the time it yeah. was like you know okay what do we do to you know yeah how do we get him back yeah exactly how do we get him back? Know? yeah i think it's a you know you think about there are times where that justice is about that but it, when you have to be the one to enforce a justice normally that's just pride yeah good point. it's like i want to show them yep. you know and i think um you know i think there's uh humility will do you a lot of favors in life hmm. um and sometimes humility costs you money um yeah. But it also teaches you lessons. I mean, what did you? What? Like, give me an example. What did you learn from that? Now that you do that, you did differently after. Absolutely that? nothing. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Basically, it came down to making sure that you have clearly defined agreements with people when you work. Even when it's a, if it's a friend, one of the things I learned from that is, especially with a friend, you want to define what's yeah. going on. Yeah. And so it, it comes down to okay. Love to do your doors for you. Here's the issues I see, you know, and here's mm-hmm. the potential problems we could have and, and define the quality and then get it all in writing. Yep. I'm just saying, it, it, even this guy is, I'm thinking he's a friend. Yeah. Turns out this guy's is, you know, from yeah. my perspective, yeah, ripping me off. Yeah. But, uh, and he's, you know, call, you know, he had some excuse. Well, they, you know, the, there was a little line now because his doors weren't dry. Well, naturally, naturally I knew about that, discussed at the time, but yeah. now you know, he's coming up with a reason. But in that situation, yeah, I have to define everything. So yeah. definitely a lesson to be learned. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, the humility will say, okay, what do I learn from this? Yeah. Probably to say, how do I get him back? Yeah. You know? And I think you can become, and I think humility and going through those uh, situations, you, you, you get this cool thing called wisdom, mm-hmm. which is oftentimes lessons you learn the hard way, mm-hmm. you know? But I think you can, if you take the conflict and you have to be right and, you know, you take the prideful way about it, you're going to have broken relationships, you're going to have frustration. And then this guy would be living rent-free in your mind like 10 years later and you're yep. still mad about it. Yeah. And you still have this bitterness towards this person that hasn't thought about you in years. Right. And like that ought to frustrate you. Like, wait a minute. Why am I still thinking about this guy? You yeah. know? Um, and it's like, well, because you didn't solve conflict the right way. You know, if you solve it a right, healthy way, you learn from it. You move on. Uh, you like, you know, forgive, which is a weird word to use. But you also <laughs> learn too. like, hey, a lot of times in life, in business, you learn. This is somebody I don't want to do business with again. You're right. And I learned something and you gain some discretion and wisdom of what to watch out for in the future to say, you know, I'm not going to do business with this person ever again, but I'm also, there are certain characteristics and qualities I'm not going to do with it again. So true. Yeah. Most people who have like, I have, you know, people have a hard line on money and friends or money and family normally had something go south, right? Where they're like, wait a minute, I'm never going to mix business and family again, yeah. you know? 
Um, yeah, Kevin so, O'Leary. He, he's he's you know the, the investor. He he has a, a a quick video on YouTube, and he was talking about when he loans money to family. Yeah, everyone's wanting wanting money from you know billionaire basically. Yeah. I think many times over. Yeah, Although and he, people come. He just lost fifteen billion dollars oh, in FTX. So <laughs> I think it was, I think it was <laughs> he's good though. He's I think good. he's million. He's I cool. think it was fifteen million. But uh, nonetheless, he said if somebody a family member comes to him and says I need some money, and he says okay, I'm not going to sign me a loan. It's a gift. I'm giving it to you, totally. but I'm never, don't ask me for money ever again. Yeah. And that's kind of cool. Like, you yeah. know, he, he realizes that could be detrimental to the, the friendship, the relationship, the rest mm -hmm. of the family. And he's just like, you need help. Here's help. And don't ask again. Yeah. Yourself. Right. And then the rest is you just did. A, yeah. You're just not managing life. Right. Yeah. And he's sleeping at night saying, hey, I did a kind, yep. generous thing yep. with no expectation of return for that person. Yep. Right. Yeah. And that person is now thankful and, you know, doesn't have this weight holding over yeah. him. Right. My it's, dad would always say, yeah. if you want to give a gift, give a gift. If you want, you know, discounts are, are not the way to go. People right. don't appreciate discounts. They, they just don't. kind of, they don't. Yeah. yeah. If you're going to give something away, give it away. Yeah. And I think if you, that, those are like wisdom. That's like wisdom yeah. speaking is all of those things will help you avoid conflict and not in a very healthy way because you're setting up great expectations, even with yourself. Because when I gave a gift, now mentally, I think about that differently, you know, and this, there's not so this true. thing bounce around in my head where I'm upset or frustrated with someone and they don't even know about it. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is. This is dynamite stuff. I mean, obviously, we learn a lot of these lessons the hard way. Yep. And we try to uh, – I think that's key, though. Yeah. Learning lessons as opposed to looking at these of saying, well, that jackass and that yeah. one in a black book type of mentality. Yeah. And then we – like to your point, mm -hmm. to your point, the, the free rent in the head, the, the, the angst we feel, the, the sort yeah. of – you know. Yeah. And then every time we see something that reminds us of that or a certain, a certain situation mm -hmm. or feeling or another person that looks like them or whatever, we think, whew, it just makes us – yeah. It controls our lives. You know, those people, they just, they have a negative outlook on life and <laughs> negative outlook on people. And they've just got this giant chip on their shoulder from all, from their black list of people that they've never forgiven, that they're still upset with, yeah. that there's unresolved conflict with, you know, and those people generally have a pretty negative, sour demeanor. Like yeah. everyone knows those people. They're not pleasant to be around. But I think, you know, if you learn the lessons, operate with wisdom, operate with humility, learn the lessons the hard way sometimes, you know, but, but don't. Don't carry that list of people that you're offended with still. So how do you, you move know? past that? I mean, I guess this is kind of a – have you had a moment where you've had something, a situation or a person linger in your mind? Yeah. Yeah. And, and what did you do? I think you – this is, you know – Personally. Might, I think it probably <laughs> might be more like uh, – this is simple, but forgiveness is a choice, mm. you know, and say, wait a minute. Like I – you know, I'm, I'm, I'm upset with this person. They're never going to apologize to me. Yep. Yep. Like they're never – this person doesn't think they did me wrong, right? And they're never going to apologize. The ship has sailed on what, whether it's a work project or the, you know, the job that you were on or whether it's a family member or whatever, like the ship has sailed. They're not going to, they're not going to ask for forgiveness. They're not going to apologize, but that's when it's on you to be like, wait a minute, do I want to forgive this person or not? Yeah. And then look at like, I'm, I'm an emotional dude, but I also like have to rationally think about it. I'm like, what's the price tag for forgiveness? What does it cost me to do that? Nothing. Hmm. And what's the price tag I pay to choose unforgiveness and bitterness? Well, now my whole family's paying a price for yeah. that. People I interact with are paying a price for my decisions, my choice, whether yep. I'm going to issue forgiveness, whether it's deserved or not. So good. And I think that's, uh, you know, um, and, and when it comes to business and life, a lot of times in those scenarios, with that forgiveness, I'm also making a decision to cut off relationship or to not do business with them again or whatever. Say, hey, it's not just like this wishy-washy, like, well, just let life walk all over you and forgive them. But like, no, yeah. forgive them. But then also the wisdom is correct. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm, I'm also going to draw some boundaries yeah. with this, whether it's a business relationship, a sub, someone else in town that you've worked with in the past that you know you're going to have to interact yeah. with again. Draw healthy boundaries on what you will and yeah. won't do with that person. John F. Kennedy said, 
always forgive your enemies, but don't forget their names. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. 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 And you're going to have, everyone's got a list of people. They're like, yeah, I don't want to do business with that person ever again. Um, and that's fair. At least that's what I found on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 1996. Yeah. <laughs> found it on the internet. Yeah. Uh, True. Yeah. Final thoughts. Yeah. I think uh, final thoughts, right? So conflict is going to happen, right? Uh, you know, you're, you will have conflict. You, if you work with people, you're going to have problems. Hmm. You're going to have conflict, right? And so don't avoid it. Don't act like it's not there. Like don't ignore it, but also deal with it in a healthy place. You know, I think we talked about some, a uh, couple things here, right? There's always another perspective. There's always another way to look at it and seek to understand it. Even if you don't agree with it, it's like, okay, I can understand why they would think that I might still think they're dumb for thinking that, <laughs> but like, I at least understand it. And I can logically understand where they're coming from. And I choose to not agree, but I also choose to still be kind to the person. You know, um, I would say, you know, seek to understand before being understood, you know, put your feelings in check, yeah. you know, uh, don't, you know, don't let your feelings run wild on situations and turn, you know, molehills in the mountains in your mind, you know, then you have these monsters in your mind of just, you know, you're consumed with frustration towards a certain individual. So, you know, be careful about, you know, understand what you're feeling, thinking about what you're thinking about, um, in the moment, shut your mouth, don't send that text, sleep on it, sleep on it. And then let the facts be that what guides your decision-making, not your feelings. Feelings are great, but they're, they're not the right thing to make decisions by. So, um, and I just think too, like, you know, have that aim to be like, you know, successful people, uh, have more people in their corner than not. You know what I mean? Like if you're yep. successful in business, you have a good reputation. You have a, uh, people think well of you. You know, you are going to get better jobs. You're going to be able to get more referrals. You know, uh, you, you can do better in business by maintaining healthy relationships with other people. Yep. And I think a big part of that is how, how you manage conflict. So have that goal of, you know, who do I want to be in 10, 20 years? What do I want my business to look like? What do I want to be known as in the community in 10, 20 years? Okay, well, what would that guy do? Would that guy blow this person up on the internet? Would that person, you know, uh, you know, you know, respond to the Google review with coming back at that customer why they're out of line? We've all seen that internet that that yeah. thing on the internet. Would that guy do that? The guy that you want to be? Most of the time, they wouldn't. And so, yeah, the retaliatory thing. When we look at the people we respect the most, the people that we say we want to be like that guy. Yeah. There's a there's that wisdom that you're talking about yeah. when you you look at the response. It's measured. It's not retaliatory. It's seeking yeah. to understand. You just see the maturity there and you're like, wow, that's particularly in a situation where you see the what clearly seems like injustice or yeah. unreasonable behavior towards that person. And they still respond with grace, with calm. Mm -hmm. uh, and you say, now that's the kind of person you want to be like. Yeah. And, and then, to your point, that's a successful person. They yeah. know how to diffuse conflict, not escalate it. Right. They know not to send that text message or that email or yeah. that uh, instant response and say, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. This is. This has been fun. Yeah. And, and I think some of these lessons come the hard way. Love some feedback from our audience as well. A like, a subscribe. Uh, Hit the bell. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> do it. Know. You know you do. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> People yeah. like it. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's doing it. Yeah. 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 So do it. Yeah. Best podcast ever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know it. I know it. Everyone knows it. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right. All right. Well, that's Thanks, a wrap crew. for uh, Contractor Commute. Uh, we'll catch you guys in a couple weeks. Sounds good.